When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and today, Dave and I will dive deep into the 2007 independent musical called Once, directed by John Carney. The IMDb synopsis for the film reads, a modern-day musical about a busker and an immigrant and their eventful week in Dublin as they write, rehearse, and record songs that tell their love story. Beautiful film and cannot wait to get into it. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. So we are back again with another musical movie. We just did Amadeus. And now we're getting into a movie that made my top 10 of 2000s list. I feel like the movies that are making my list that we're doing... Yeah, <laughs> because any any movie that's on Dave's list, we are now analyzing. You yeah. know what's up with that? But no, I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about this. I'm actually I'm seeing a lot more movies because of your list now. Yeah. Because again, I this was not on my list. I've heard the song that right. won the Oscar Falling a bunch slowly. of time. I've I, again I fell in love with that song back in 2008. I just never got around to watching the film. And as we both discovered, we both really like director John Carney. We do, yep. He um, has a great way of just making musical movies. I mean, they're not musicals per se. They're just more like organic people writing yeah. their bands. They're not like uh, stage production sort of things. Um, he, right. It's more like realistic musicals. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's... It's about people coming together and making great music, which is amazing. You know, we love great music. And, and watching that sort of process go through on a movie is really cool. Um, John Carney is a musician himself, and he is... He knows our. Uh, he has a good relationship with the main actor of this, Glenn Hansard. He Glenn Hansard was the frontman or is the frontman of the band The Frames, and John Carney was the original bass player of that band. Oh well, would you look at that? It's all about who you know in Hollywood, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You know, <laughs> so John Carney uh, gave up his bassist career to become a director, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, and in 2007, he decided to call up his uh, his buddy Glenn Hansard to be like, "Hey." I'm making a movie here. <laughs> and, you know, they're all... You want in? I think, yeah, you want in. We we talked about uh, Sing Street a bit Sing here Street, and there. yeah, Begin Again. Uh, like Sing Street, this one is set in Ireland. Uh, and you get sort of the same idea here that uh, Ireland kind of stinks. <laughs> it's kind of depressed. Um, yeah, and it, you need to leave to London, which right. is where all the action is. You I get know. the same idea. I like this, this too because it gives you an idea of what yeah Dublin is all about, or Ireland Ireland yeah. is. You know, you get a real feel for that again in Sing Street and also in this movie. It's kind of a hard scrabble life, and I wonder if that reflects something that John Carney, you know, as he grew up, because in Sing Street you get this young teenager. I mean, this is in the '80s, and it, they're basically like. It's, there's no opportunity here. We need to go to England. Everyone's trying to. And that sort of ends up being kind of the same thing here. The Glenn Hansard character, who is, uh, his official name is, I think, Guy. Uh, 
I think it's his is name it? Is, I think oh, it's oh guy. a guy. Well, uh, guy. That, I don't think that's <laughs> his name. I think it's just he is the guy in the movie, yeah, and then the, uh, the chick's name, <laughs> have is, a name is girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's that that's interesting too, which obviously we'll get into. But yeah, John Carney. I mean, he's he's just putting out the hits right now. I mean, he's just they're such raw films, and I mean, this is one thing you know big thing i have to use to describe about this film is how raw it is and that's one of the main reasons i love it it just feels so real and everything's organic about it just enough doesn't seem like this huge production and yet it makes you feel the way a big production uh you know big studio movie can make you feel Uh, oh yeah i mean this one if you talk low budget I mean, I don't even know if the budget was a million dollars. I don't. I, I would be it. shocked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, yeah, that's it's about as low budget as it gets. Yeah, seriously. But it's so stripped down and so raw, and a lot of that is the credit to the uh, music of Glenn Hansard, who is just phenomenal. Um, we start with this movie. He's a uh, this movie. He's a he's a street performer, a yep. busker, a busker as they call it. I guess that's the the Irish term, maybe. Uh, just a guy who just he's on the street playing music and just hoping for donations. And there's this kind of a weird like chase scene with a guy who's trying to steal his money. Uh, that's sort of just kind of like a funny aside, right? Um, uh, but then the real open of this film. You want? You want? Are you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's just get into okay. it. I mean, there's again, we usually talk about the director, which we already did, and then the actors, which we're going to talk about the actors throughout. There's oh. no famous actors in it at all. No. Um, oh, although I think the Mumford and Sons make a cameo in here. Really? Yeah, when they're in the, at uh, at that party. That dinner party where everyone is and they're sing- they're all sitting around oh, and singing. I okay. think that's Mumford and Sons in there because they have a they're credited with a song on the soundtrack, and I think that's them uh, in the movie. No, oh, that's cool. And then real quick, the girl is Marketa Urglova. Right. Make sure we mention her. Uh, uh, sure do. Oh, have you seen Begin Again yet? I have not. Okay, so you I need to see not. that another yes. John Carney film. I know with uh, Mark Ruffalo. And uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, yeah, who John Carney had some not so nice words about her, I guess, uh, hmm. that I just came across saying that she really wasn't uh, honest, yeah. being an honest performer, which I thought was interesting. You can catch that on our celebrity gossip uh, <laughs> show. Yeah, but if Mondays. you want an honest performance, wow, we get it here. By really, I think they're non actors. Uh, Glenn yeah. Hansard is he's just a musician, and yeah. uh, um, she's a musician. Marquette too. is a musician yeah, yeah. as well. Um, and so, yeah, so we get that scene where he's chasing around a guy trying to steal money, but that's right. not really the open. The open, it just starts in this really non, uh, not a crazy way. It's just a guy playing his guitar at night and the camera just slowly moves up oh. to him and he seems like he's just playing like your typical folk stuff. And wow, this is not a typical folk song. Not at this all. is not your typical folk singer. This is something on another level of song and songwriting and singing, right? Yeah, this just totally pulls you into the movie right away. I mean, yeah, the the you know, beginning part right before that is, you know, humorous and it's just, you know, kind of fun, but then this just it sucks you right in and as the camera starts zooming yeah. in on him, that's kind of you being sucked into this movie. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. really what it is. Um, yeah, it's a perfect way to describe it, too. Yeah, the camera slowly moves in, and as the song is building up to this like sort of crescendo where Glenn Hanser just lets go on his voice and on his guitar, he's like just almost screaming. And I think you said before we started, it's so raw. There's so much rawness to this film (laughs) and just it's it's a credit it's really just goes back to the source material which is the music right yeah phenomenal 
And then we move. So that's an amazing song. Yeah, and it's it's so much passion and emotion in it. And yeah, again, it's just like you're you're kind of building up. You're like, oh yeah, this is a good song. And then like one, again, once the camera starts zooming in, it's just like John Carney's way of saying, "I got you now." Like, yeah, you're coming in. You're pulled you're, in. Yep, you're you're in for the ride now. And then we go from there to uh, the the Glenn Hansard. He's on his bed and he's singing another song. Right. And this song is just as good as the song that you heard. Right. It's just a sad, he's like, uh, you broke me all the way down, blah, blah, blah. And, there's a, and you, the camera goes to a picture of his girlfriend, and you get a sense of loss here, what he's going through. Right. So both of these songs are obviously about breakups. Uh, and even the first song, that's where he meets yeah. the girl. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Marquetta Erglova. That's where he initially meets her because it zooms into him and then it zooms out a little and you see her standing there listening to this song, so, um, which is great. Yeah. So just before we get into that, because I, I skipped ahead, but I do want to ask you. Are you like, holy cow, this is the best song I've ever heard in my life? Like, in that moment? <laughs> in uh, the first song? The first song. Yeah, The absolutely. opening. Yeah, that was You're incredible. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard, right? You know, <laughs> you and I, you know, we're both guitar players. We yeah. both play acoustic guitar. Yeah. And, you know, this is just what, you know, we dream of writing this song kind of like we, we talked about in Amadeus about he, how he dreams of being able to create the music Mozart right. does making this amazing stuff yeah you know because we can't uh, you know do that amazing stuff doesn't mean we think it's God's fault like in Amadeus but uh, <laughs> no, we're not blaming God here we're just gonna appreciate it for what it is exactly but yeah that song was just amazing just oh, to be able to deliver it with that passion his and that streaming just, is so and I love amazing. it too so you were talking about the second song too and what I noticed after you know kind of thinking about the film was you know he's got this like big hole in the guitar yeah it's got like tape on the top of it and it's just like this old like takamini that's just you know adds to the rawness of the film and the organic feel to it and it's just again he's obviously a broken man broken guitar you know he's always carrying this guitar around almost like it's his heart so yeah exactly so that's a great call and you know he so he meets girl and girl is uh an immigrant from somewhere in eastern europe i think think, yeah she's Republic. Czech. yeah and uh she's like it's so funny. She throws him like what ten cents. Or something yeah. like that. He's like and, ten cents. Yeah. <laughs> they have such great chemistry off the bat, and then what what is revealed is they've actually had good chemistry off the set because they dated for a while. Really? Yeah. Which okay. I think I you can kind of see through this. because yeah. They're so good immediately. But there's just a funny interchange here where she's like, "You know, you're good." Is that is that original? Uh, and then she's like, "Do you want to buy my magazine?" Because she's also trying to sell magazines. And he's like, what, with, with the 10 cents you gave me? <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Such yeah, a it's great line. Nice, yeah, back and forth between them. Again, yeah, the the their, the beginning of their you know relationship is you know very organic feel yeah. and just natural. And she's like, what do you do? He's like, I work, I fix Hoovers. <laughs> she's like, I've got a broken Hoover, which is sort of the start of their, how they start to getting, getting to know each other. He's a, he's a vacuum repairman right. by day or whenever, and then busker by night or something. What's a, what's a busker? A singer. Thank a street you. performer. Yep, very, I was just letting you know for the audience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, so then we move on. Yeah, we get him playing on his on his bed, like we said earlier, the second song. Yeah, the second song's great. And uh, this is where I'm like, um, and I want to get your take on this. The movie, uh, reflecting on the movie and what I know from the artist, because I'm actually a fan of Glenn Hansard, as I was telling you before we started. I've seen him live. I have his albums. He's so awesome. That's awesome. Basically from this movie. Um, but what's interesting and really cool about this movie is that this is not only this is not an actor playing a unknown musical genius. This is an actual musical genius playing 
a musical genius who yeah. is sort of unknown. And that to me is so powerful. Yeah, definitely. To get someone in real, it's like a, um, almost bordering on documentary. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, almost. I mean, obviously he's made it a little right. further. In he was real already life. famous and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, you know, most of America does not know who he is. I guarantee it. So, for um, example, on Sing Street, um, the main character was not a. He's just an actor, right? I'm assuming. I have no idea, but or, yeah, I would assume too. Right, it's not it's not a really right. A yeah, great, it's not a yeah. And I don't know that those songs were original to uh, that guy. So right, Glenn Hansard wrote every song you hear him play. The real man actually wrote these songs. Yep. So yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, that says a lot about his talents and just what what he can do, and he can act too. Yeah, that's, he can. That's yeah. another you yeah. know speaks to what what uh what talent he has overall so yeah that's it's just amazing that you know I'm, i know i'm gushing here I'm no it's it's to, great <laughs> no it's people like to hear what other people are passionate about which which we'll talk about in our la la land episode we will. uh eventually emma stone um, i got a problem with your voice oh geez just saying this. oh she man we're already starting she can't talk properly she kept, <laughs> she's got a weird lisp so <laughs> okay Speaking of lisps, vacuums somehow sometimes have you know kind of a lisp. Um, it's me tying in things again. <laughs> that was a great segue. <laughs> so she finds out he's a Hoover repairman, well, and you she's like, "Oh, my, I have yeah. a vacuum. You fix my Hoover. Yeah, you fix my Hoover for my mutter. <laughs> for my mutter." Um, but she's she's very charming. I mean, yeah, she is she has this way about her, yeah, and really both sweet. of them are. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, you know great when, chemistry. I, when I saw this the previews for this movie. Like I was sucked in, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I hope this isn't too cheesy. But again, everything feels so natural. Mm-hmm. Like again, uh, you you get yeah. you fall in love with these characters um, right which away. Is great, yeah. yeah. Um, you know he's broken. You understand him. He, uh, so he fixes her vacuum and he invites her over. She stays over. He asks her to stay the night. What's well, so funny too? Because well, I love them walking around, walking on the street, and she's like, she's got the vacuum by the the hose, and she's like dragging it around the street. Right. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? They're going to get coffee. And she's just like pulling it along. It's yeah. this whole, a lot of funny little moments in this movie. I'm jumping ahead to our question segment, but did you, is there a significance to him being a vacuum repair salesman or? Am I just thinking? Oh, it's got to be a metaphor for something. I, I didn't get anything. From okay, that, no. okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I assumed it was just him, like essentially having no future, right? In just... that, at one time, his dad could have or had survived by being a vacuum repairman. But in our modern economy, there's just no real place for right for that now. I think, or it, it's very difficult. Uh, and they're in sort of a depressed area. So being a guy who, who just fix vacuums, it's just not a life for yeah, him. It's, it's just, just not even close to what he. Could I think be. yeah, it's it's kind of them showing just like this is just an unglorified life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is just something you know? mundane and just <laughs> right. you know, ba- not that there's anything wrong with being the guy who can fix things. That's that's freaking great, you know. But, right. But yeah. uh, but for him, that is not his life. So they pick something that's sort of you know the not to say the worst thing that he would want to do with the rest of his life, but pretty close. Yeah. Um <laughs> so yeah, I mean she's uh she brings him a vacuum, you know, the next morning just like while he's playing music, he's like, "Uh, what, what do you, you yeah, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> what do you want me to do with this?" He finds out she plays music and then they go to a music shop, finds out she plays piano. Um And you get a sense from him that he's very guarded, he's very suspicious. And for most men, I think for a girl that wants to talk to you, you want to talk to them back. Right. He's sort of like okay, yeah, he's standoffish. Uh, okay, weirdo, like I'm I'm kind of like a hurt person, and I'm just not gonna accept you immediately here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I, mean, I thought that was interesting. 
Exactly, which is also interesting because, again, he's the one that asks her to stay, you know, to stay the night. Um, well, you know, which just is, for some... Uh... Yeah, some hanky-panky. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, they, they, you know, the piano she wants is just way too expensive for her. They establish that. And uh, so she just comes to this uh, music shop to, to play play some piano when she can. Yeah. Um, and then that's when we get our number two, which He's is... He's got a song. Well, she plays, and then this is kind of interesting because, uh, as we talked about... He's a genius. And then he's watching her play. Mm-hmm. And he's like, holy crap, she's amazing. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's great on the piano. She's just as good as he is, you know, just on the piano. And she's a she's a great singer. And he's got his song, which is the uh, world famous uh, Falling Slowly. Falling Slowly, award winning. It won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Sure did. So this is an Oscar winning film. Which yeah, is great. So I, I should actually say I, I came to this movie. I didn't mention this at the beginning. Normally, we talk oh, about geez. how we came to the movie. Confession time. My a buddy of mine is a SAG member uh, who used to send me. Uh, say what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, that doesn't mean you're famous, but uh, he was a he was an extra. Pretty cool. He was an extra on the OC. He oh, was nice. uh, he was on uh, Deadwood, uh, the HBO show. Yeah. Um, and a couple other things. So he used to get the DVD screeners and send them to me. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... That's illegal. Uh, he used to get DVD screeners and watch them on his own and right. recommend them to oh, me. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. Uh, but I this, wasn't saying you were doing something illegal. No, well, I don't but want anyways, to go on. anyone either. That's not any better. <laughs> but anyway, he... Uh, this is a movie that he highly, highly recommended to me to go see. So I actually saw this in a theater, uh, this beach theater in St. Petersburg, which nobody cares. But it was a, like it was a long drive to get there. It was one of the only ones. This one was what, a, down in Sundial. Maybe, yeah. yeah. This one is a limited release uh, sort of deal. Um, this was not. I don't think this was in your normal like yeah, AMC I mean, or anything it's like that. Long, you know, not too long ago. I mean, you used to have to. I mean, luckily we live in an area now where it's usually smaller films that you can still see, like mm-hmm. at you know our AMC. But yeah, like not too long ago, like even like five, six years ago, even like you had to like find theaters to show like certain independent movies. Well, yeah, I mean, how long did it take for Phantom Thread to come to yeah, our even, area? Yeah, and exactly. we're not in like the sticks here. I mean, right. I Tampa, think that, I mean, it, that's a pretty big market. Right. This came out in December and I think it didn't come to us until February, so. Right, yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. But uh But I just wanted to mention Yeah, that's that, cool though. Yeah, this was yeah. sort of uh that it was I want to call it underground is the right. But at least for me it felt it felt like I was I happened upon you know, it's like when you um, when you discover a band, and you think you're the only one that knows the band. Yeah, this is how I felt with this movie. I like that about movies too. It's like <laughs> I know this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, that's it's good stuff. Well, and then falling slowly became oh. famous. I, so again, so this is my first time seeing this movie. You know, it's for the show, and I I knew this movie from day one. I, I was actually was, watching the Oscars when this won. Oh, okay. In two thousand, and this came in two thousand eight seven. The Oscars were in two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I even watched the performance they played at the Oscars. Oh, did so they? I, I fell in love with this song was when it, it came these out. two played yeah oh really yeah. i know he was i don't maybe not hurt but anyways but yeah they performed it at the oscars and okay again, i've loved this song since 2008 it's just never never got around to watching the movie which is sad but no no that's fine because we yeah. all come we all come to things in our own way yeah. you know and everyone we all have our own stories to how we come across them but yeah i remember the, the, i remember the song blew up and then i'm like 
oh, that's so played out, you know? <laughs> You're so hipster, bro. Because <laughs> then this song got copied and right, repeated yeah. and all that yep, stuff, and then exactly. people were, like, doing it for their wedding but, songs and all that stuff. So anyway, I'm but, off on a tangent here. But, but watching it in this movie, I mean, man, this song, oh, my God. Like, it's it's one of the best, you know, original songs ever in a movie. Yeah, I mean, for it's, sure. It's so, so powerful. Good. It's just obviously it's catchy, but you know at the same time heartbreaking, and you 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 know can feel you can understand what he's writing about, and just the metaphors in the song. It's just and beautiful. The song, the song has a nice build to right, everything yep. that it's doing. You know, it's like I don't know. The transitions are so good, yeah. and then you get to the chorus, and it's like yes, this yeah. is amazing. It's it's, and it's, it's I like that little shot that they show the uh, the shopkeeper where he like glances over. Yeah. there's a bit of this. He's like, yeah, it's that's like good. all right, yeah. that's good, that's good. Yeah. But uh, you know, in a narrative point of view, I mean, it it adds to their chemistry. Uh, you know, in the movie as well. I mean, you know, they're, they've got a bond now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's. You know, she kind of just learns the song on the spot. He's teaching. I love the, you know, how he's showing her how to play the song, how it goes. <laughs> you know, there's this one part, and then it goes ba ba ba, and then ba ba. You know, yeah, this is actually different than uh, Mozart and Salieri. She, yeah. she she gets it really quick, right? She yeah, plays, yeah, whatever. But I mean, that's funny. <laughs> it's totally different. But we just did that episode, so it, now I'm thinking on the comparison there. Exactly, but it's just a way to show that you know, just music and how music slash art just connects people. And yeah, just it's it's amazing what it, what music can do right once you're in this world of the movie you you just you don't want to leave it you're like this is how the world should be right this is how we should all act you know i, I mean honestly i think you and i had uh our first connection was through music i think more than anything before movies i think you know we would play you know guitar together yeah i, I think I, so yeah i would i yeah. would say that too it's just music is just so powerful just how it can bring you know people together you know yeah. even you know she's she's from you know czech republic he's from dublin just how it can how it can do that so yeah i think we both have that same sort of uh sensitivity and also appreciation for that sort of thing yeah, right. so absolutely and when it comes together on two things like when we get the i think this is really what it is our our, our love number one of music and our, our number two our love of film and then when those two things come together in a good way i mean you've just got the best thing there is yeah, right really yeah when it's done correctly you know yeah. when it's done again like this film just how organic it is and just how natural it feels i'm gonna repeat myself a lot in this show <laughs> no so. it's true but it's it's it needs reiterating yeah. i think and it's, it's it's all correct and then so we get we get a sense of her uh he goes back to her apartment and she really she really is just a poor immigrant yeah. we learned she's her husband is back home in the czech republic she's she's got a She's got a son, right? Is it a son? Daughter. A daughter. I'm yep. sorry. She's got a daughter, and then she lives with her mother-in-law, and then there's these guys in the same apartment building that come in to watch TV because it's the only TV in the building. Yeah, that was weird, man. It's yeah, just, that's just... Ugh. It's just weird. I it mean, makes you feel uneasy. It's like, yeah, they may be nice guys, but still, it makes you feel weird about yeah. that situation. You and know? For, the, for, for a guy, the guy's like, what's this? Yeah. And I think at this point is when she's sort of like, I'm not available. Right, yeah, she's just. I'm like, married, even though my husband's not here. I'm still married. I've got this life. I have other. He's like, she's like, I have responsibilities, and that's right. her way of saying, not you. <laughs> right, I got and, other things and, going on. And it's I appreciate kind of, kind of what you're saying. It's like, you know, yeah, guys and girls might be able to be friends sometimes, but. Yeah. There's always going to be this, I don't you think. know. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. But it's, it's just, not possible. There, there might be rare cases, but uh, but yeah, it's just it it shows you that someone's going to want something at at some point. But it's right because like, I've got friends, right? Right. I, I don't need 
a girl to be my friend because I can just talk to you. I don't need to talk to her. Right? <laughs> Are you calling me a girl? No. I'm oh, okay. No, I'm saying like no, exactly. Yeah, I, it wouldn't make sense. I have no, I have no need in my life for a female friend. Right. Other than unless I need to like see them regularly and for some social right. situation. Yeah. But they're just if you're forced them. into it, like you're going to be pleasant. You're right. going to be civil. You're going to be, you know. But I don't need. It's just. Yeah, exactly. It's understood you don't need that companion. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't need that companionship. You know, no. I mean, a friend is com- a companion too. It's just uh, it's exactly. for me. A friend is a man, and a you know, a woman is, <laughs> and you know, yeah, a personal life. It would be my girlfriend, right? I, if I have one, then I don't need another, right? Um, exactly, and I don't need to be you know having these relationships yeah. with other so, women I mean, just casually. But, I mean, that's basically hinting at towards what happens at the end of the movie, and it's just. Again, we'll we'll get into that. So let's uh, uh, so our number. So yeah, when you see her home, and it's just it's it's interesting. Like he doesn't have much of a reaction to her having a daughter, but he finds out the same time the audience does. He finds out the same time. Yeah, he's figuring this stuff out. Right. He's like, okay. And then you know he sticks sticks around. You know he could have said no to dinner. Like I don't want dinner, but his, the mom offers him dinner, and he yeah. says yes. He stays. The two you know? of them are drawn to each other, whether right. they want to deal with that attraction or not right. it's still real i mean honestly when you play that powerful song with someone like how can you not just feel that that connection and want to stay and want to see and then uh they've got uh, real chemistry together yeah right exactly um and then uh let's see here so yeah she has a daughter uh, and then he tells her about you know this music he wrote you know without lyrics he needs lyrics yeah. to him he gives her it's he's CD. like let's, let's record basically let's let's uh, he's like i'm leaving i, I got to leave to to England, right? Right. So go to London to play my songs. And but also to... Was he re- trying to reconnect with this girl? I think so. Can okay, they try yeah. to find her? But he's still... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird what he's trying to do with her. I do have to mention another charming moment in the film is when uh, he tells her about like how his girl cheated on him. Yeah. Yes, the, the little song he does on the bus. like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ten years ago. Didn't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah. So it was like a country feel. I'm just a sucker guy. <laughs> I well, love that. That was so well. How about so that? How about that? I'm not sure where this occurs, but how about that bit when he's at home and he's playing, he's writing a song and singing, and then he's watching a laptop yeah. playing old videos of her and them. Yep. I spe- wow, that's yeah, stuff. I, I specifically mean, that's crazy was stuff. writing that in my notes. Just yeah, watching home videos and writing music to it. It's just like yeah, that's I I can yeah. I can see that technique. It's like it makes so much sense. This is know, a level of yeah. pain and right. inspiration that is kind of off the charts here because you're you're essentially you're essentially injecting yourself with pain. Yeah. So that you can inspire yourself to write this music right. and play it in a way that's really good and that's um you're almost getting pathological. Yeah. <laughs> that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Right, because you're like, here, I'm going to just go through this, you know, I'm going to take the punch in the face. Right. So that'll help me with my music. It's like, wow. Well, I mean, what, what, what's going on here? Yeah, Why? that's... <laughs> Yeah, you, you're exceeding. You, you, like you got to be in a certain mind frame to do that. Yeah. You know, it's it's. Uh, yeah, that's that's rough to to you know make yourself force yourself into that succumb to that uh, that pain, like you said. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, that that, w- that was a powerful moment as well. Uh, but yeah, when she she writes the lyrics and is singing, you know, she needs batteries for the the CD player, and she goes and gets oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, she's walking down singing that song. I That's her own that song. Good. He had like music, and then she put the yeah, she, lyrics and, then, and singing to his music. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yep, she wrote the lyrics to it and was singing along with it. Yep, good stuff there. 
uh, I like when they're uh, they decide they're going to record and then they're bargaining for the studio yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, and then when they go to the bank for a loan, right? And then the guy's like, "Oh, you're a musician too!" And he pulls out his guitar <laughs> and he's playing like the worst song yeah, ever. Yeah, that was great. But they got, they got approved for <laughs> they it. Did, yeah. Know? Yeah, because they need a so yeah they're going to record they're going to go get a studio they try to get a studio it's a lot of money so they obviously need the loan which yeah. you know goes into what you just said this is kind of like John Carney at his best isn't it when he's just showing like the process here yeah of yeah. getting people together mm-hmm. the recording process the engineer who thinks they're stupid and they suck he's like on the phone and then they're playing the music and then he's like oh, man, now I'm actually going to mess with the levels because right, this is yeah. actually amazing music, you know? Yeah. And then he's on board forever. Well, I love it. Before we got to that, what what was that dinner scene anyways? When, they, they, you know, they got the loan, they got approved for it, and then they were just at, like, this oh, dinner the, playing music and stuff. What that's was where, that? That's where the Mumford is. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know any purpose other than it was just a get-together. Okay, so... Like, I don't think so. I don't think there's any significance other than... He probably just invited her, hey, I got friends going... They probably you know. get together and sing, and he has this group that he goes and hangs out with. I, I don't see it any more than that, just as a sort of a showcase for his okay. kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Does that make just, sense? Yeah, but I, I can't, it just confused me. Like It just kind of was thrown in there. And I was it was. Like, what is this? <laughs> it's a little disjointed, but I, yeah. I think it's just about... It's just to give you more, more music, more... Right. This is what these people do when they... When they have these bands and they they're songwriters and singers, they just they gather and this is their tradition. Maybe right. it's an Irish thing. I don't know. I thought I thought it was really cool actually. It, I mean, it, no, it, it, it didn't yeah, make it sense just, to the story. But right? Yeah. It was also just a cool like ten minutes. I was just curious if I missed something. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I didn't. Re- I forgot. We actually didn't know she was actually married until they're on like this walk or whatever, and there's kind of nice scenery in the background. They're kind of on a hill or whatever with the water in the background. And then that's when she tells him. Oh, really? So it takes a little while to reveal that? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, she's married. Which I guess shouldn't be surprising, but it was like still kind of threw me off. I was like, oh. And that's where he's like. I thought that was already implied. but He's like, where is he? And she's like back home. Yeah. And there was like really no clear explanation of why. And she even said he was older, which he's obviously older than her, the Irish Yeah, he's like in his, I would say he's in his 30s. Yeah. And she's like in her 20s. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Yeah. In real life, actually, uh, uh, Glenn uh, Glenn is um, like thirty seven in this movie, and she she's nineteen. Oh, that's that's pushing 19. it. Nineteen? <laughs> Can you believe it. that? That's insane. No. They don't um, seem that far apart on screen. I mean, she seems younger, but not that much. That's like that's it's a bit predatory right. there. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a little weird, but uh, but okay. in the in the actual movie though, I think she's meant to be older. Uh, and then he asks her, "What's the check for? Do you love him?" You know, and he asks her that, and then she answers back in check, and we don't know what she says. Oh, well, that's funny that I've seen this movie so many times and I've forgotten the check part. But I'm good that you picked up on that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, she she answers back yeah, she to him, and, have, yeah. and we don't know what she says. We don't know. Yeah. Um, my wa- my wife had a theory that she said, "No, I love you," like saying, "I love you to Glenn." Oh, I could see you that. Uh, What's your we thought? Never, we yeah, because I don't know either. It's just it's kind of muddled there. It's not. Yeah. It just it's sort of left, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason for that, but yeah. uh, I think it's something we have to research. Uh, a little cute re- interaction with them on the motorcycle. Um, it was his dad's. Yeah, his it's, mo- no, it's it's me dad's bike. <laughs> me, dad, me dad's bike. But yeah, I mean, basically, we're on our number four, which is the uh, our let's record. Which you know, again, he gets the loan for the recording, and then the record session, which is great. 
uh, again, like you said, the the actual guy who works for the recording studio is like, oh, they are actually good. So yeah. let me. He didn't focus. want to have anything to do yeah, with it. He them. was just like, like, oh, it's going to be a stupid weekend with these, these idiots. Yeah, the first song. Well, because they great. did. Yeah, well, remember their sound test where nobody knows what they're doing. Everyone's like banging on the, they're <laughs> banging on the drums. Everyone's like ding, 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 ding on the piano. It's like, it's just chaos. It's like, you guys, have you ever recorded before? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the guy to the tune or the mic up his drums. It's like, no, they're fine. They sound good. <laughs> no, you're I was good. like, you're no, good. no, we need to put the microphones in front of each drum and test them so I could hear the levels. No, they're fine. <laughs> Dude, <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> you need to mic your drums and I need to hear the levels. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying here? <laughs> no, yeah, that's good. That's great. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, that whole recording uh, studio was just—it was—it was good. I it mean, was it was so it good. Was good. It was great montage. They hit their of, groove. Hit yeah. their groove. They're, they're great montage of them recording music. Just I love just showing people having fun while making music I together. Know. Yeah, just, I just love it. That's so—it's so, just a classic John Carney thing, right? And uh, it's just you know they're they're tired and you know they're like oh you want to record more it's like four in the morning or something and they're like oh let's take a 10 minute break yeah the studio engineer he's like i'm here i'm yeah yeah, let's do it he's like amped up for it right yeah it's great um so yeah it just makes me want to go record i know but um uh so yeah i mean then she does her little song on the piano for glenn in that dark room yeah that dark room great great song um she's really it's just a really somber sad sort of thing because you could feel her perspective is i'm a single mom in a foreign country you know that whole thing right yeah and then there's lots of lyrics in that song that you know basically explain like she's uh, left she's just alone right very she has a a deep sadness even though she's she's charming just like him they're both sort of the same like they're very deeply sad but also right funny you know they're they're able to enter but there's like a that 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 real uh Real intrinsic, intrinsic feeling of hurt and loss, and right? Emptiness and, and both. And of them. she even she even breaks down after. I mean, she's 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 hurt by it. You know, it's just it's crazy. Just how you know, just singing a song can bring you to that. Just like how what emotions it can bring in you and just breaks you down. And yeah. Glenn then tells her to come to London with her, right. and you know, Ugh. obviously she can't. Nope. <laughs> Not so much. Obviously, there's a connection with them. There's been no kisses, no, no anything. There's no physical thing. It's just they have a connection. You know that. Yeah, it's all mental. It almost is like a, it's sort of like a, like I want to call it like a teenage thing where it's never like official, but right. the people feel, the, the two feel the same way about each other, but yeah. they never really do anything about it. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's weird in that way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's hard to hard to put into words. <laughs> they clearly yeah, just... care for one another, but their life circumstances are more important than their feelings. Right, exactly. I mean, he's a broke man. He's got his priorities. Obviously, he's not, doesn't want to disrupt her life. He doesn't want to, you know, give you know whatever burden he's going to bring to her life. She's obviously got a hard hard time. Right now, you yeah, know, he doesn't want to add to that. You know, no, she's so struggling. He's, he's struggling, right, but he's exactly. also on. He's also told her that he's leaving. So there's no real future unless she comes with him, or if he's g- gonna change his mind and stay. Right. If he stays, then he's not gonna follow his dreams right. and try to you know be somebody. You but know? you know, his mind's made up. 
Which, oh, good. <laughs> see, you're the Segway guy now. Nice. We're nice. doing Segues here. <laughs> uh, which is the name of a song, which is when, you, when your mind's made up, which yep, is, which... I guess, kind of telling us what's going on here. This is almost like our, our sort of goodbye. Yeah. We got a great montage of, well, the song is amazing. Yeah. So they're done recording. So, yeah, they decide to go drive off. They're going to listen to it. Listen to it in yeah. the car. And it's. It's the song is when your mind's made up, but they're like they're on the beach and they're just running and having a good time. This reminds me of Sing Street when they're on the bus and it's just they're playing music yep. and everyone's happy. This movie has a way of just making me is a way of tearing my heart out, but then <laughs> also just making me smile right, and yeah. being happy for the. I don't know these people, and I get the same feeling I said in Sing Street, where I'm just laughing along with these actors as they're doing this thing. Right, it's just really good. It's so <laughs> much fun. I'm like, they, you know, they have like a, there's like a sense of accomplishment between all of them. And I, I'm feeling that as well. Right. Yeah. You know? It's great. So yeah, just a nice little montage. And uh, yeah, you, you, you feel what they're feeling. You feel the com- camaraderie. You feel like they've accomplished something. Yeah. They all just, came together. Come together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the end of that. I mean, they, they, you know, uh, record all the songs and then they, Glenn and, and the girl have a little interaction with each other then. I don't know if this is on purpose, but they're having a little interaction. You know, he's telling her, you know, maybe I'll come over later. You know, she says her husband's coming over. He says, maybe I'll come over later. But when they're standing in the street there, it's sunny out. And it, it wasn't sunny the whole movie, but now it's sunny. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the movie, it was like cloudy, overcast. So... I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but I, I think that was a little nice. Like, oh, there's some light being shed on their lives now. Like, the, things are starting to look up for both of them, but yeah. separately. You know, he's oh, going to be going to that. London. She's going to be going home. Her husband's coming home. They're going to try to work stuff out. He's, neither one of them, well, I guess if that's true, what your theory, that neither one of them know that the sun is shining on their life, and it's just not the direction that either one of them think it's going Right, to be. yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, and then they kind of say goodbye to each other. He gives her a kiss on the cheek. Um, you know, he thinks he's going to maybe come over later. So he doesn't know it's going to be the last time they see each other. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, touching little moment there. But then. Yeah, uh, it really was. And then uh, what I think is, to me at least, is I think it may be the most emotional moment of the entire film is when uh, Guy Glenn Hansard brings the recording over to his house and he he's sitting in the kitchen with his father. And uh, this is really kind of a, a, a bit tense and emotional because, well, he plays the music for him and he's just sitting there and he's like, you know, it was... He's he's sort of like feeling his dad is like kind of maybe not into it. Yeah, and his dad dad's kind of this like old school Irish yeah. type. He's an old school Irish vacuum repairman. Right. I mean, what does he know <laughs> about you know your style of music? You right. know what I mean? He probably likes something else. And he's like, it's effing brilliant. Yeah, it's just. He's like, are you kidding me? He's yeah. like, he's basically like. My God, son, I'm so proud of you. And he's like, he tells him, he's like, here, I'm gonna give you money. You're gonna get a start. And you're gonna go, and I'm I'm just so happy for you. And I don't know, it's just so real in this. Yeah, and I think he even tells them to play it again. Yeah, play it again. And he yeah tells them to go to London, make your mom proud. Go do yeah, yeah, because the mom died. He's like, I've got you set up. I got your money. You you you're awesome. I'm so happy for you. Go. And I don't know if you've got the same feeling from the scene too, but it's like, oh, if I could, you know, anybody, if you're in that position. You could not ask for anything more right, from yeah, I mean, a parent. Yeah, exactly. You know, there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, again, you, you don't know what would have happened. What if his dad said it sucked? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you got to take that uh, that opportunity yeah. once once that happens. Like, okay, yeah. I got to do it now. You know, my, you gotta, I mean, you know, yeah, I've known this girl for a few weeks, but. The universe is telling you you got to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might be heartbreaking a little, but. Your stubborn old Irish father told you that you're amazing and right. you got to go. That's that's more of an answer Sometimes, than what you think about yeah. the girl. <laughs> exactly. You, you got to do what's best for you, especially, yeah, again, for someone you really don't really know. Yeah. Uh, you guys have this connection, you know, but uh, again, like you said, the universe is telling you to do something else. Um, and then, uh, then, yeah, I mean, it's, that's, um, he tries to find uh, the Czech girl to say goodbye to her. Right. Um, we get a bit, a couple of shots with her, with her husband, who has apparently returned. Yep, he right, returned. Yeah, and they're happy, and he's with his his child, and they're together, and they're sort of trying to, I guess, reconcile. Right, and uh, we get a we get a delivery to her house, and it's the piano. Piano. Wow, what a nice touch! What a nice gesture this, this is, man showed yeah i mean <laughs> he really did leave and they really didn't end up together right like for real yeah like, <laughs> this, this this happened yeah this is not your this i don't want to call it a you know not a hollywood ending it's it's not that it's unique it's it's real i think right, yeah. i think this is kind of what happens right yeah, and she's playing on the piano her husband comes over and just kind of hugs her a little and she kind of looks out the window and i like how the camera pans out and it seems like it's probably on a crane or something they, yeah they could afford a crane <laughs> they could uh which i looked up this movie was two hundred and twenty thousand dollars budget <laughs> two hundred and twenty thousand dollar budget <laughs> That is insane. Wow, that I is, love yeah. that. Yeah, you can see her in the her apartment window. The camera zooms out and just kind of looks over, and she's kind of looking out the window, just kind of longing yeah. for maybe something else. But you know, she's she's I think just look you know appreciating what this man did for him. Both of them affected each other's lives. No, they didn't end up in each other's lives, but they affected each other's lives in a positive way. Were able to better better each other. Um, yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. I was sort of. That's kind of what I was thinking too. I was going to ask you, you know, what what is the what is the lesson here, and is it you know that they gave each other sort of a gift of he gave her the piano, obviously, but more as an experience, and she gave him an experience that gave him the confidence to leave and right. do what he needed to do. And he's maybe he maybe he reminded her that look, he's great, but I still have my real life here. I can't right. just run off do something with this guy. So yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff here. Yeah, it's like I can fantasize about you know being you know somewhere else you know right uh, being. You but know, what with she really you. needs is her family. Right, exactly. Yeah. I and mean, that's and that's yeah, that's that's where you belong right now. This is where your life is right now. Yeah, and even if for her, if all she does is just play her piano in her apartment, I guess if that's that's still something she right. could still. Express herself and recreate some moments, and you know, experience new moments and do different things. At least she's got that. Right. And whereas he's gonna go off and you know, it seems like he was he gonna reconcile with his old girl because he calls her. It seemed like it, but also he was going to London for better opportunities right. and stuff. And would he have had the courage or confidence to do that if they hadn't been? Uh, you know, if they hadn't met and had this interaction with each other, had this connection, would he have had that confidence? I don't think so. No, and I, I don't think it's about... I think he calls her the ex as a crutch. I, I don't think they end up together. In in my in yeah. my own world, because she's like, um, I'm so proud of you that you're coming. Uh, she's like, do you want me to pick you up at the airport? And he's like, no. 
Because it's not about getting her approval right, for yeah. you doing what she thought that you should do. Because she's like, you need to come to London. Uh, th- that makes you like a good person or something like that. And by staying behind, you're like not worthy of me. Right. So he's going for his own reasons. Right. Even though he has that uh, attachment to her and he still wants to call her. And maybe he, you know, a good portion of him sort of wants her back. I get the feeling that that's actually not what's going to happen for this character. Yeah, he still knows to you know keep his keep his distance. Yeah, uh, you know with the ch- with the Czech girl, you know he uh, or not with the Czech girl, but yeah, he he knows to keep his distance. Um, I think that's that's the main yeah. thing because um, I think the Czech girl kind of taught him taught him that um, in a way. But, yeah, uh, I think so too. They, they sort of taught each other what what the real stuff is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, he, what's important. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he he knows to keep his distance now, and and yeah, maybe he won't end up with her. I don't think he'll end up with the Czech girl either. But no, he's he, he's gonna he, do his own thing. Yeah, he he kind of healed. You know, he, yeah. the Czech girl helped him heal. I think is what I was originally trying to say when I had that brain fart. Um, uh, Czech girl helped him heal a yeah, little bit. That's a great you know? call. And he's he, he's still kind of going through that healing process, so he knows to keep his distance now. Well, maybe he did the same for her too. She was able to heal. She doesn't yeah. have that resentment towards her husband because he came home. They weren't fighting. They were right. happy. Maybe her situation. She was really depressed and really lonely. And he helped her go through that. You know, they 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 helped each other. I right think is the lesson here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that they end up happily ever after. Yeah. Sort of a deal. It got, yeah, it kind of yeah. You can go show. You can have these connections with people, whether it be romantic or you can just have a connection with someone. I mean, there's people. Uh, you know, I can't give a specific example. There's been people in my life who have affected me you know could you know yeah. not not women necessarily but you know um, you know could be a, just a friend i had yeah you, you come know? across someone who just teaches or they they say something in a way that you haven't heard before right. or that affects you just because you you know you're you're going through something in particular that they just say something or do something for you that just helps you along the right. way and yeah. that is great because i think there's specific moments in my life where i'm like I, I go through a situation where and then i like hear this person they might have said something once i might have not even like had a real friendship with that person yet right. what they said to you know so somewhere in the background in my life just kind of stuck with me it's like you know it, it again there's those connections do matter you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't mean they're going to be with you the rest of your life. You're not going to call them every you no. know, year, you know, on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. You yeah, know? exactly. It's just the life is about these connections, you know, random connections that uh, we feel. And this movie shows that in such a, a really raw, emotional way. And I love it that it throws it shows it through music. You know, absolutely. It's great. Just great. What a, I'm, I'm glad you recommended this film. Well, I'm this, glad you This agreed. is a movie I'm going to revisit a lot, and uh, unlike Amadeus, where it uh, doesn't have that much. Uh, no, again, I like I liked Amadeus a lot. Yeah. It just doesn't have much rewatchability. Whereas once, well, this one I'm going to rewatch a lot. Yeah, you certainly can. And uh, on top of that, you can also just throw on the soundtrack, which is yeah, incredible. exactly. Yep. yep, it's just so incredible. It's just a great marriage of. Uh, amazing real musical talent and good filmmaking. Yep. Um, so I cannot recommend this movie enough. Um, I'm ready to give a rating. Do it. All right, I'm going to give this thing four stars Ooh. and three buckets of popcorn. This is a high-quality movie. It's also just really entertaining. It's not that long. Um, actually, I'm going to give it I'm gonna I'm gonna add another half bucket of popcorn. I'm gonna go three and a half buckets of popcorn. It's, okay. only, it's only an hour and a half, and it's really good music. I mean, yeah. even if you think the the story kind of sucks, 
it's just really entertaining. Yeah, the hour, the hour and a half, and plus the revisit, the revisitability, the visitation, the revisitation <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, the revisitation. The revisitation. You don't have to watch it. You can let, listen to the soundtrack. I'm, that's why it ups the stars for me too. So yeah. or the buckets of popcorn for me. I'm giving it three and a half buckets of popcorn, and per, uh, actually three and a half stars. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half, three and a half. All right, we're we're pretty close here because if I uh, I just have one extra half star, um, and I, I mean I'm not going to quibble with you here. Yeah, so three and a half out of five stars and three and a half bucks a pop. Yeah, we're basically lockstep here. I'm glad we did this. This is such a fun movie. This is one that I think everyone really needs to see. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's again, it's so raw. Yeah, it's not. Uh, you know, it doesn't look pretty uh, per se. No, it but, doesn't. Uh, but it just kind of blows your socks yeah, for, off. For, again, for a two hundred twenty thousand dollars movie to make you feel. I'm surprised this they way. were even able to afford like food for yeah. that much money <laughs> no. for the crew. It's crazy. Dollar menu again. I know, right? Yeah, we're all going to McDonald's today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second McDonald's reference in a row. On two shows in a row. Ew. <laughs> All right, well, that is it. So once, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. 2007, James Carney. Dave, John. that is a great Not James. notes you take. John? John? It's just like uh, Mitch uh, McDonough or Martin Is it James McDonough? or John Carney? It's John. Hold on, one second, folks. Michael McDonough is Martin, or Martin McDonough is Michael, whichever one. John Carney, dang it. Oh, man, he always makes fun of me for getting names wrong. Who's and I got the, name wrong again, so John Carney. The director for Three Billboards was who? Martin. <laughs> is it Martin or Michael? I don't even know anymore. I think it's Martin. It's Martin McDonough. Anyway, so there's Dave making fun of me. And again, uh, being an hour and 26 minutes definitely helps with the buckets of popcorn. It so. sure do. All right, yeah, folks. So we went through uh, one movie last episode with those three hours, and this one's literally half. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, well, I'll take... Well, I'll take uh, anyone but yeah where can people find you on twitter dave you can find me at dave underscore quiz find me at date no you can't find me at dave <laughs> find, find me at bc cord <laughs> find our show's twitter account at blockbuster cast follow us on it or subscribe to us on itunes and youtube and subscribe subscribe to us and comment you know have yeah. a conversation with us we love talking movies with you guys prescribe yeah prescribe <laughs> yep definitely give us a prescription for youtube <laughs> Definitely do that. All right. right. Oh, I hate you any so final? Much. I no, love you. Just and hatred. Hate you. No, if you're hatred, that's you my any, final thoughts. That's your final thoughts. Yeah, All right, folks. For Davo, <laughs> I'm Ben Secord, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. At the movies.